With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. From Real Trends, the trusted source for real estate industry news, this is Real Trending, episode 66. We're breaking down the events of the week and showing how they impact brokers and agents. I'm Steve Murray, president of Real Trends. Today, we're going to discuss the trend towards unbundled brokerage and what it means for incumbents, an interesting Supreme Court case and its impact on housing, and notes about gratitude for a great 2019 and a hope for a better year for all in 2020. First, a quick message about an upcoming event. This is Tracy Velt, Real Trends Editor of Content. Join me April 29th through May 1st, 2020 at the Grand Hyatt Denver for the premier leadership event of the year, the Real Trends Gathering of Eagles. Steve Murray and I will be interviewing brokers who accomplished the impossible. Multiple years of growth, no matter what the market. Plus, hear from author and leadership expert Patrick Lencioni on how to build a healthy organization. After his keynote session, coaches from Lencioni's team will be on hand to lead small group workshops so you can put his practices into play. For the first time ever, we're inviting brokerage leaders and up to three of their leadership team members. Go register at realtrends.com backslash events. You won't want to miss this one-of-a-kind event. And spaces are filling up quickly. Go engage. Go lead. Go register. Realtrends.com backslash events. So one of the great trends of our time, of course, is the entry of all kinds of new models and the growth of others that have been with us for years, many of which are lower cost. But really what's happening uh, from our point of view is we now are in an era of the growth and expansion of unbundled brokerage. A little context. Historically, brokerage companies offered office space, management, technology, marketing, education, and other support services. And in return, agents paid a graduated commission plan, and they paid lesser amounts the more productive they got. But nonetheless, in return for those commission splits, even some capped plans, the agent received the whole bundle of services. Now we're seeing the growth, and have seen the growth for years now, of companies charging a very low monthly fee a very low transaction fee, and almost all the other services are purchased a la carte. Now, on the one hand, part of the cause has been the abundance of alternatives to the services offered by brokerage companies in terms of particularly technology, marketing, and education. There are simply numerous suppliers outside of the brokerage that can supply many of the basic needs that agents may have 
in those areas and they can be purchased a la carte on an as-needed basis. And we're seeing the growth in the agent counts across the country in many markets of brokers that are very low cost, very low basic cost, and where they do offer some services, particularly technology on occasion, most of the other services agents simply buy on an as-needed or a la carte basis. Now, my comment on this is it's a fast-growing segment of the industry, and it can truly be said that the number of agents or the percentage of all agents in the industry who 20 years ago their first move would be to a bundled brokerage package, well, the percentage of agents looking to that first clearly has declined. And the percentage of agents who are looking for a la carte has clearly increased. This is particularly important in light of the two key points. One, 60 to 70% of all realtors in this industry are doing fewer than, let's say, arbitrarily four transactions a year. We're off a little bit, but that's a basic picture. Secondly, Traditional bundled package brokers made some significant earnings on those very same agents doing one to four transactions per year because the marginal cost of those kind of agents was not significant to a brokerage company. It's important for all brokers, therefore, to conclude what kind of brokerage are you going to be for those who offer a bundled package, there is still a very bright future, even though the percentage of all agents who might choose to be part of that program or use that kind of a program has shrunk. There's no question about that. But that doesn't mean there's not a profitable business to be run there and one that can be pursued vigorously. Not everyone needs to be offering an unbundled package to be successful. Secondly, interesting court case. Supreme Court made a decision this week not to review a decision by the appellate court from the Ninth Circuit. The Ninth Court is generally California, Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Hawaii, and Alaska. It may also include other states, but primarily the West Coast. The case was decided by the Ninth Circuit, which said, in summary, that cities and counties and states in their jurisdiction cannot bar homeless families and people from occupying or sleeping on public sidewalks and parks, etc. Unless the city has done all it can do to provide shelter for those same people. Essentially, if you don't provide enough shelter for homeless, you cannot then bar them from sleeping on sidewalks, to put it simply. The Supreme Court chose at this time not to hear an appeal of that decision by the Ninth Circuit or Ninth Appellate Court in California 
or in the Western U.S. If you stop and think about that for a minute, if that decision becomes a national decision, then cities and states and counties are going to have to work far more diligently to build and equip shelters for the expanding number of homeless people who cannot afford or don't choose to want to afford or don't want to be in shelters, they're going to have to find a way to build shelters. They're going to have to find a way to equip them. It's no longer going to be, geez, we're pouring money with it and wish we could have more. If you don't do it, then you will end up, as some cities have, with thousands of homeless people living on your sidewalks, which is not a good thing for city, states, or even for our country. It'll be interesting to see the impact on home construction, multifamily, and low-cost housing if cities and states and counties are now compelled to figure out how to shelter homeless, especially if they don't want them sleeping on the sidewalks. Lastly, a note about gratitude. 2019 was a good year in housing and housing sales. It was not a great year for the business of brokerage. It was a very tough year for the business of brokerage, given the abundance of new forms of competition and aggressive recruiting of top-performing agents and other factors. Nonetheless, total residential gross commission incomes will still be above $70 billion, and it was important to note that we're seeing the signs that whether the brokerages are local or regional or even some of the national brand companies are all beginning to understand that the way it used to be is not the way it's going to be going forward and are making substantial changes in their approach to business going forward. Whether that is investing substantially in new technology platforms or in the case, for instance, of Rilogy, spinning off the Cardus business. 2020 will be a great year, but before we go there, a word of thanks for a great year in housing sales and a solid year for the brokerage industry. Learn more about industry trends, marketing, and technology strategies, as well as listen to past Real Trending on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, and more. Visit www.realtrends.com backslash channels. This has been Steve Murray.